a lamb and listen in. We've got a lot to say. Hi, hello, hey. I'm Rachel. And I'm Maddie. And welcome to Chew and Swallow. That was okay. I liked our chorus. Yeah. I didn't really sing at all. I just did one tone. I, yeah. I I love that our, our um, intro has like escalated from just welcome to Chew and Swallow <laughs> to welcome to Chew and Swallow. <laughs> I love the dramatics. <laughs> we were listening today at work. The Almost Everything Podcast. The Almost Everything Podcast. I have a question, though, <laughs> about this this episode, this episode we were listening to today. Jin. Straight up? No. No? Definitely no. not. Who drinks gin no straight? One. Well, no one drinks it. Tim like... does. No, he doesn't. That's wrong. Tim <laughs> said he did. I know. I heard him say that. I really hope it was Tim and not Lewis. You'll have to tell us. <laughs> Yeah, they'll just have to, you know, because we're besties now with them, so they can just DM us. (laughs) Reduces only our communication to the podcast. (laughs) Places embedded clues. (laughs) No, but I I feel like every week, like, there's a new debate that I have to ask you about. It's true. They always have something going on where they're, yeah. it's just something random that's happened to them. Yeah, I mean, it was the belt, and now, then it was the sweaties, which I'm, I'm going to call myself a sweaty from now sweaties. on. <laughs> I'm still not over the belt, I'm going to be honest. You know what? I would like to talk to them personally about the belt. Yeah, I want to know more about the... I just, like, I can't understand... Anyway, we don't have to get into no, this. No, we don't. We don't. Um, we can do that on the side. Um, anyway, <laughs> sidebar. <laughs> Convos on the side. <laughs> That's what they say in the meeting at work. Sidebar. Well, sidebar, sidebar after this. Sidebar. <laughs> Can I have a sidebar? <laughs> you mean sidebar after this? <laughs> Absolutely. The thread. Unless you're me and Maddie and you just make eye contact and you're like, we're going to talk about that later. And then start laughing ferociously through the whole rest of the meeting. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to laugh ferociously at a different podcast that isn't just us, well, I mean, it isn't us. <laughs> we're not involved. We're not involved at all, though I wish we were. <laughs> if you want to laugh ferociously um, at someone other than us, uh, go check out the Almost Everything podcast. They talk about almost everything. <laughs> I love every time I know, you say I it. love it. Okay. I don't even want to hear about it. Yes, I do that joke every time, but it's good, okay? Until you get the validation, you will continue to do it. You're right. I just they, I need that one person to be like, that's hilarious. <laughs> yes, but they're two bestie boos like myself and Maddie. Their names are Tim and Lewis. They talk about various subjects. Um, ours are a little bit more uniform than theirs are, but if you like casual chats and learning about other people's lives then go check out our good friends over on the almost everything podcast Alrighty, what are we talking about today we're talking about zodiac signs zodiac signs i'm kind of interested in reading some of this because i didn't know that zodiac had such a history i'm excited to hear about the history thought it all started with ted cruz no i never thought that no the zodiac killer you know that is that? not the ted cruz you know what I'm talking about? Yes. The okay. conspiracy theory. I was going to be upset if I had to explain it no, to you. No, absolutely not. Girl, I have watched many a documentary <laughs> on various serial killers. <laughs> on Ted Cruz being the Zodiac Killer. I hope so. I would mm. love to see that. <laughs> Dude, I just think he was never caught. I think he was just that good at killing people. Well, Ted Cruz is a politician. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right so what are you talking about today so i have the history and um unfortunately i tried to access this document on jstor and was rejected because i finished my degree and now they don't give me access to things anymore so that i think restricting knowledge 
Not fun. Not no. cool, guys. Learning is for everyone. Learning is forever. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you restrict me from learning? <laughs> How dare you? I will just go to Wikipedia now. Thanks a lot, Rachel. They, he took me away from learning. <laughs> That's that from? Bob's Burgers. <laughs> he took us away from learning. Oh my God, that was such a good episode. <laughs> One where Bob gets stuck in the wall. <laughs> 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 he's like i'm just gonna stay in here <laughs> honestly i don't blame him i do not Linda's parents Ugh. i would do that like any day honestly I nothing mean, crazy has to happen i don't if have I get to, to go to work right i'm just I'm staying in the wall i'm in the wall <laughs> don't come for me i'll poop in a corner i don't care yeah poop madness <laughs> mad and poop a mad poop <laughs> we're children okay i'm gonna talk a little bit about like the characteristics of each sign and like dates and you know all of that stuff do you want to start or do you want me to start oh yes i think you should start because i got the history. history right okay so the current current iteration of western astrology is highly influenced by ancient greece and ancient babylon although there are three civilizations that have major claim to its origin so those are Egyptian, Greek, and Babylonian. So we're, like, really long story short, no one knows where it comes from because there's no, like, clear origin. I, my money's on Babylon. Fuck the rest. They're fakers. Fuck you, Greece. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Wow. I think I think they tried to take credit because, like, the Babylonian stuff was, what is it, adapted into Greek culture. So I think the Greeks are lying to everyone. Um, Egyptians... They could, they could be the ones. Yeah, Egyptians, they were smarties. And they were ready to Not parties. sweaties, but smarties. <laughs> the other S. <laughs> the sweaty smarties. It was pretty hot. I mean, maybe they were sweaties. A fellow sweat. <laughs> <laughs> it's timeless. <laughs> this is going to be kind of um, an all over the place episode. We had a long day. Honestly, Rachel had a long day. I don't know about you. It was a medium day. Okay. Mine was a long, <laughs> terrible day. Yours was a long, long-winded day. Uh, yes. Anyway, the sweaties and the smarties. The sweaties and the smarties. The Egyptian sweaties. <laughs> <laughs> that was from, where did I get that from? Mm, that's from the History of the Zodiac by B.L. Vander Warden, I think is how you say it. Wow. And it was the a preview from the book I've tried to find on JSTOR, so... Thank you, JSTOR, for the previews. <laughs> and then the next information I have is, like, actually the times, the history, like, the ages. So it was published in the student newspaper at Princeton, and around, like, 30,000 is the oldest, I guess, they have to date this. But 30,000 and, like, 10,000 B.C. cave paintings, mammoth tusks, tusks and bones placed in patterns mark lunar phases. Unexpected natural events began... To be predicted by making homemade maps of the stars and like other kind of rudimentary things with zodiac history so that was 30,000 bc which is a crazy long time ago that this originates from and then around 6,000 bc mesopotamians sumerians began tracking the patterns and movements of the planets and stars and then you jump like thousands of years from 331 bc through 5th century AD, which is a giant period of time. I love how historians just do this. They're like, this, somewhere in here. Which is not helpful. <laughs> no. That is a giant chunk of time. Well, so, it was like with the Vikings. They were like, <laughs> yeah, 17 centuries long. And it's like, okay. You know, but between the time of, like, Genesis and now, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's around whenever God <laughs> created the planet and the earth. <laughs> You and know, now that time period <laughs> just a few years they call it the humanic time period anyway um during this amount of time babylon is overtaken by alexander the great and here the greeks expand the knowledge of astrology that had been developed by the babylonians so like this is charted in history you see where i'm coming from like fuck yeah. it. i think they added to it maybe that's what they meant maybe um, at this time, Ptolemy publishes Tetrabiblos, which is an astrological text that establishes a foundation for astrological techniques, such as planets, houses, signs, and aspects. So this is where I think the Greeks like really developed it into like all the things that we categorize it as today. 
So in 5th century AD, Western astrology disappears with the fall of the Roman Empire, while Arabs expand their studies of Greek astrology. And like, if you've ever been on Spaceship Earth at Disney World, no, then oh, you wait, know yeah. where I'm talking about. Where the I think it's the Library of Alexandria burns down. You get that good old scent of fake fire on the Disney rides. You know it smells like. Fake fire. What is it? What is it? It's like smoky. It just smells straight up smoky. It's it's a wild time, really, for your senses. But so you get past that part, and you're like, oh my god, all the knowledge is burned. It's all burned. It's all over. Sorry, I just got over being sick. You're like, all my knowledge is gone. How am I ever gonna get this back? And then they're like, don't worry, because there were your friends in the Middle East collecting all this knowledge and transcribing books. And I was like. Thanks, guys. Like, <laughs> you guys are the real ones. <laughs> so, and thank the Phoenicians. They invented them for your ABCs. Wow. That's the one we're all going to miss when they redo the voiceover. Anyway. But, are they redoing the voiceover? Yeah. Who's going to voice it? Do uh, I don't know. But, yeah, they do it every so often. They do it every, like, uh, I don't want to be wrong, but, like, 20 years, something mm. like that. She's not the first one. I think in my lifetime to have voiced that ride before. Who is she? Judy Dench. Okay. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Really? Yeah. She's a terrible name. <laughs> you think it's that bad? I don't like it. I think it's better than Mildred. Mm. By the way, s- sidebar. Mm. Throwing out the ultimatum, queer love. I've been obsessed with this. It's been a ride. It has been a ride. And I'm not even watching it. But you're not even on the ride. And no. you're, you're watching the ride go by. I agree with you in the ride. <laughs> I throw out the key points of the ride and Rachel validates them for yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're I'm right. not going to share my opinions about all the characters because I will get carried away. But please go watch it if you have not. Yeah. Anyways, Judy Dench. Um, we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, she spaceship, voices spaceship. Earth. Earth. Okay. And then before that, we were talking about when the Roman Empire falls. Arabs are like still going into Greek How the astrology. Fuck did we get to Disney? Because we always end up getting I, to Disney. Did we really? Yes. God damn it. <laughs> Okay, so in the Middle Ages, astronomers, mathematicians, and doctors practice astrology, and mathematic and scientific advances expand astrological knowledge, which allows it to become more accurate. And then popes and monarchs, esteemed universities, monks, and the general public highly value astrology and its beliefs, but as the church became more influential, astrology was labeled as a superstition. So, like everything else in this world, it dies and Christianity comes in. And so then, with the Age of Enlightenment in the 17th and 18th century, which, again, huge jump from the Middle Ages, is it? I guess so. With the Age of Enlightenment, rationalism influenced an even greater decline of astrological belief, reason analysis, skepticism, and science took over society, and astrology was taken less seriously and as a form of entertainment. So, Astrology was a form of entertainment now? Yeah, in, like, 17th and 18th century... But I would think that that's how it is today. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, like, yeah. whenever you're hanging out with a friend and they're, you're like, you're such a Gemini. Like, that's just a joke, right? It's like entertainment, really. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of merit in it anymore. Not to attack Geminis. But also to but attack. But also oh. to attack Geminis. I've got a great fun fact for you. Um, Scorpio is the most common zodiac sign, and everyone hates Scorpios. That's funny because I think my... Uh, your rise or ri- rising my rising scorpio. scorpio i love a scorpio i i enjoy them. i i have been told that i show a lot of scorpio essence i see the scorpio essence it's a good blend between cancer and scorpio you're a great blend wow thank you you're welcome I'm just like the perfect cocktail <laughs> wait till we get to that moon sign <laughs> Yeah, not really much happened after that. In the 20th and 21st century, sun sign-based horoscopes are published in the 1920s, and with advances in technology, astrological charts are accessed, and astrology is still regarded by many as merely entertainment. I mean, to be honest, I kind of only see it really as entertainment, too. I mean, whenever you, like, look at the actual astrology part of the Zodiac, then it's like, oh, that's cool, and that has some sort of something behind it, but then other than that, it's like... It is entertainment for me. I think it's fun for people to relate to things. I think people look to astrology for, like, some kind of self-understanding. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like that with religion, too. People look 
two religions. I'm not, I'm not comparing religion and astrology. Do not get that confused. But I, <laughs> I mean, they stemmed from the same kinds of things. Some people need an extra, you know, like this is why I'm alive. <laughs> yeah, they need that purpose, and that's fine. Yours might be astrology. Yours might be Jesus Christ. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Oh. I mean, it's it's even like I'll go I mean, to unless crystal. you're a dick to people. Then unless you're a, a dick to people, that is the one thing. Yeah, it's... but it's I go into like crystal stores, and I still like to find the crystals that I read about. And like have a good sentiment because then you just carry them with you and you're like oh yeah this is supposed to tell me to clear my energy today and I'm feeling better I have some I got on a tangent okay and do you know the app CoStar yes <laughs> did you ever have it I absolutely had it yeah yeah so I did too and it was always kind of full of shit other than like the basic analysis of your chart yeah but um I saw this thing on this website called The Real Deal, which, you know, I, I don't even know how credible this stuff is, but I have heard about it before. I mean, it's not as credible as Reddit. Not honestly. No. We'll agree with that. Reddit is the most trusted source, <laughs> in my opinion. All dentists approve. <laughs> Rachel approve. The sweaties approve. <laughs> Sweaty verify. <laughs> so this woman, actually, I'll get to that after, but like... There's a bunch of shit with CoStar and, like, all this controversy surrounding it. So, on this website, sources told Insider that the company surveilled employees working from home, including an incident in May 2020 when IT workers made unannounced video calls and took notes on employees' responses. On so, CoStar? Like, people working for CoStar. Oh. So, like, someone would call them and then... I guess ask them questions and then record the responses, which is super weird without them knowing. And then managers were also reportedly tasks tasked with keeping internal reports that recorded the activities of employees from phone calls to database access. Managers were also reportedly tasked with keeping internal reports that recorded the activities of employees from phone calls to database accesses. And like I did the, I had to do this for a job one time and it's creepy. I was an RA and I had to like keep a list like a roster of all the people in my hall and it would ask me questions of like how's this person feeling like it was provoking you to ask them personal questions and like some people just don't want to connect bro like we what am I supposed to keep tabs on their mood that's not my fucking job I'm not their therapist like that is weird I thought that was so weird but that that reminded me of that I don't think I ever I talked to my RA a lot my freshman year but after that, I hardly ever talked to my RA. Yeah. She just left us alone. <laughs> That's how I feel about my experience, too. I had a pretty good haul. Like, people in my hall were, were, like, pretty extroverted and emotionally, they, like, needed some help with the transition. So, I mean, that's... I had a lot of activity on my haul. So, like, you, sh I don't think you should push unless like, someone comes to you. But, mm -hmm. yeah, it was a weird time <laughs> filling out that form. Okay, but this is the weird story that this one person gets on this website called The Medium. She said that the site gives you a little message every day along with subtext below your profile picture. I don't know if you remember that, but I do. Telling you your strengths and weaknesses. And here is one of her readings that they gave her. Today, you're trying to live in the present, but instead of making room for the present, you act bitter. You're not a bad person. You just need tenderness and empathy. <laughs> what is this, a fortune cookie? It's <laughs> a mean-ass fortune cookie. But, like... <laughs> you act bitter. <laughs> Damn. Just because, my, just because my stars are aligned in a specific way, today, <laughs> you're going to tell me I'm grumpy... And you're right. I am grumpy. <laughs> I'm always grumpy, but, like, I don't need you to tell me that. I already know. But get this, then. A Twitter user she found tweeted this. Please delete CoStar. The app creator literally said they troll people when they're going through good transits in their charts and make negative predictions to better prep you for negative times in your life. The fuck? <laughs> what? They really are just trolling you. Like, the whole app is... What's the other one that I have? I have one... What is it, like, Nivea? Wow, I love the waveform that you just gave me. What? It was like, um, and it looked like a little snake. Oh, I think it's, oh, here it is. 
Nebula. Nebula. (laughs) (laughs) I'm making up my ringtone. (laughs) I want to hear that all the time. (laughs) Nebula. Nebula. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, Nebula's fun. You can, like, go in there and you can say, hmm, this is the type of relationship I have with this sign. Tell me our compatibility, like that sort of thing. I fuck with that. <laughs> it's such a good time. <laughs> I love those. I don't know why. They probably have no credibility. No, absolutely not. That's it. That was all? Yeah. Alrighty. Okay, now we'll get into like the dumb stuff that I have. We're gonna break down all the signs. So obviously you know there's 12 zodiacs. They're split up into water signs, fire signs, earth signs, and air signs. So I'm going to go through and read, like, the difference between the four classifications, and then we're going to go through each sign. Let's hear it. Sound good? Let's start with water sign. (laughs) Like me. (laughs) Water signs are exceptionally emotional and ultra-sensitive. Wow. That's true. And you're bitter. That, too. (laughs) They are highly intuitive, and they can be as mysterious as the ocean itself. Wow. (laughs) Really stroking my ego here. (laughs) Water signs love profound conversations and intimacy. Yeah. Rachel, every sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. They rarely do anything openly and are... (laughs) I don't agree with that. They rarely do anything... (laughs) One negative thing. (laughs) Incorrect. Um, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) They rarely uh, do anything openly and are always there to support their loved ones. So this includes Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. So that was Water Signs' little rundown. Um, Fire, fire, fire. Fire Signs, which is Miss Madeline. Fire Signs tend to be passionate, dynamic, and temperamental. (laughs) What are you laughing? At? Temperamental. <laughs> what do you think's funny, huh? <laughs> they get angry quickly. <laughs> They're really calling you out, but they also forgive easily. That's, That's true. So true. Yeah. <laughs> they are adventurers with an imme- with immense energy. They are physically very strong and are a source of inspiration for others. Did you hear that? Physically very strong. You stress me the fuck out. <laughs> this bitch tries so hard to do physical activities that are twice her body weight and then she's gonna end up hurting herself. Ugh, what's that? I can't hear you over my guns. Oh my god. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Fire signs are intelligent, self-aware, creative, and idealistic people. Um, they're always ready for action. That's true. I'd say so. Um, this includes Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. I love me a Leo and an Aries. I love Aries. I love me an Aries. All Aries are good people. Most Aries are good people. (laughs) We know one Aries who is not a good person. We're gonna have to talk about that later. That Sidebar I have no later. Idea what happened? Okay, Earth signs. <laughs> Earth signs are grounded and the. <laughs> Why did you look at me? Why did you started it? I mean, you looked at me with these saucer eyes. I was like, the fuck. <laughs> You looked at me like you knew something. So- We're having a sidebar later, okay? Sidebar. <laughs> earth signs are grounded and the ones that bring us down to earth. Ha! Get it? I don't know where they would have gotten that from all the vocabulary surrounding earth. and ground. I know, it's just really inspirational. <laughs> they are mostly conservative and realistic, but they can also be very emotional. True. They are connected to our material reality and can be drawn to material goods. They are practical, loyal, and stable, and they stick by their people through hard times. So this includes Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. I love a Taurus. Taurus goes 50-50 for me every time. Really? My dad's a Taurus. I like your dad. Yeah. It's either like I love them or I just really don't vibe. I don't even hate them. I just don't vibe. My dad's also a Slytherin, if that tells you anything. I'm a Slytherin. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's probably why y'all get along. Yeah. Love a Virgo. I love a Virgo. I've known only good Capricorns. They're crazy. Like, they they work fucking hard, but they're cool people usually to me. My brother's great, and he's a Capricorn, so. Plus, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say I have, like, a bunch of experience with Capricorn. We'll get through. We'll get to my experiences, but <laughs> I don't have a ton of experience with Capricorn. Just those two girls in high school, and then my brother, so. Hmm. Yeah, I've known only two Capricorns, hmm. and I've liked them both. One of them was a little problematic. Here we go. Yeah, I'm ready. Air signs. I love me air signs. Air signs are rational, social, and love communication and relationships with other people. They are thinkers, friendly, intellectual, communicative, and analytical. They love philosophical, philosophical, I'm so sorry, (laughs) philosophical discussions, social gatherings, and good books. Good (laughs) books. Okay. (laughs) They enjoy giving advice, but they can also be very superficial. So this includes Gemini. Sorry, I just gagged. It was Gemini. Um, Libra. You can't say anything because I am dating a Gemini. Uh, No, I love, I love, love, love him. But I've also dated three Geminis, and I was also lived with another Gemini. So you have a lot of Gemini experience. I do. I, I'd say I'm well-rounded in the Geminis. Usually Gemini for me is problematic, but mm-hmm. this is the one time it has not been. We'll see. We'll the see. The jury's still out. Jury's still out. <laughs> That's right. Eyes on you, Slim. Okay, Aquarius. My best friend in the world is Aquarius. Yeah, one of my best friends is also Aquarius. A lot of my best friends are Aquarius. I love an Aquarius. Alrighty, so that was like the rundown of Earth, Fire, Water, and Air. So now I'm going to go through each zodiac sign and get a little, give you a little bit of something, you know? A little sprinkle. Alright, we're starting off strong with an Aries. An Aries is represented by the Ram. Uh, Aries is from March 21st to April 19th. They are supposedly exciting and enthusiastic, adventure seekers, driven, ambitious, and curious. They love a competition, and they're optimistic. I love Aries. Yeah, I love Aries. I see nothing wrong with them. Nothing. No. Taurus. The bull. (laughs) (laughs) Don't hold a red flag in front of a Taurus. Good to know. (laughs) Get it? Because it's the bull. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> it's funny because they're the okay so april 20th to may 20th i don't think that's right yeah okay i don't know it doesn't matter Ataras. they're dedicated reliable and dependable they value their sense of security and stability tend to be rather stubborn and dislike change and then when they settle into a routine that they like it can take much effort to get them to change so i enjoy a taurus I I get it. I agree. Taurus is a very good person. Yeah. And here we go. My favorite sign. A Gemini. (laughs) The twins. May 21st to June 20th. I thought it was June 22nd. It doesn't matter. So they enjoy socializing and they love surrounding themselves with people. They are ruled by the planet Mercury. And so they are never happier than when they are sharing their ideas and communicating with the people around them. They enjoy chit-chat and tend to have expression and communication very high on their list of priorities. Sometimes their love for sharing themselves with others and their never-ending list of ideas can make make them seem nervous, excited, and sometimes even manic. Yes, so true. And they're fucking two-faced. I don't care what anyone says. I've dated three of them. They can be two-faced. I'm not saying everyone, but... A handful of the ones I have known are I think it's definitely a downfall. Like, I feel like there's strong and weak points of each sign. Mm -hmm. Like, Leos can get a bit, like, over the top and, like, selfish. Every single blog or horoscope thing says Leos are selfish. And I think on the extreme end, they can be. Yeah. Like, everyone has downfalls, and so it's... I see it, like, as a blend. So I've met some Geminis who, like, switch it up really fast. And then I'm like, what happened? And then our friendship is over. (laughs) Yeah. But 
I know other Geminis. They have layers. They temper it. Like onions. Just like Geminis are onions. Honestly, they're ogres. Mm -hmm. They have layers. Mm -hmm. I wonder if Shrek is a Gemini. He probably is. We'll have to look that up. He's he's Shrek. Sidebar later? Sidebar. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Cancer, which is me. This is the crab. Good thing we don't have crabs, am I right? (laughs) Okay. June 21st. (laughs) June 21st to July 22nd. So, cancers need to be needed. I agree. Um, They have a great desire to feel loved and appreciated in every part of their lives. This is needed so that they can develop a sense of security and identity. Their sense of home is very important to their feeling to their feeling of safety and comfort. They are talented at developing home environments for people that are close to them in both emotional and a physical sense. Unless you're Rachel and you avoid decorating your room for months on end. Okay, you know what? <laughs> I work for a living. And I am drained every day <laughs> from the work I do. <laughs> Maybe we'll if I get photo a, updates. Okay, maybe if I get a new job, <laughs> I'm a little happier. We'll, we'll see. We'll decorate that room someday. It's out there, waiting for you. Someone remind me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, we've gotten to Maddie's side. Leo, Leo the lion, roar. <laughs> what am I like, Tony the tiger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except you don't have a cereal, so. Damn. <laughs> July 23rd to August 22nd. Leos tend to have almost a royal air about them. That's right, bitches. Line up. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Their planetary ruler is the sun. The father and the Holy Spirit next. Um, And so they are talented at bringing warmth, life, and light into relationships that aren't important. That... (laughs) Okay, starting over. Their planetary ruler is in the sun, and so they are talented at bringing warmth, life, and light into the relationships that are important to them. (laughs) Many Leos have a large group of friends that adore them. (laughs) She said it's sizable. (laughs) They all adore you, but do you adore them back is the question. No. Is this personal? (laughs) I'm just saying. Sidebar. Yeah, sidebar. (laughs) (laughs) They have a kind of natural charisma, which often makes other signs gravitate towards them. Leos love to be at the center of attention, and they deeply (laughs) appreciate compliments and even flattery. (laughs) I feel okay about compliments. I feel like everyone gets to a place where they learn how to accept compliments. I don't think you particularly seek to be the center of attention. I don't like it. I don't. Yeah, I think think it's a time and a place for you. And a who. I think if I ask for the attention, I would like it. But if I do not ask, I do not want it. Yeah. That's how I, I feel. think I feel that way too. Yeah. Yeah. Both both of us communicate very well when we want the center of attention. Yeah, I just tell you I need attention. <laughs> yeah. I mean basically. I've done that. <laughs> I think it's normal. You know what? Sometimes you really do need attention and the only way to express that is saying it. Yeah, I feel like that's easy. Like one of my old bandmates, like <clears throat> back in high school when I was really cool, um, my old guitar player I'm not going to say his name, but he was fucking hilarious. <laughs> this one time we were all practicing our songs, right? We have an upcoming gig, whatever. We're like jamming out. We stop for a second for like a break and he comes into the middle of like our circle because we used to practice in a circle so we could like communicate to each other like time changes and, and you know, like whatever. It doesn't matter. We were in a circle. He comes to the center of the circle and he just announces, I need attention. And so we all knew, oh, it's time to give so-and-so attention. So we all just started complimenting him. (laughs) He's like, thank you. That's excellent. And that was it. Point of view, a group of musicians get together. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we all kind of had that similar, like, 
personality where it was like when we needed attention we needed it right then and there are y'all like performers like that well, yeah. kind of energy well, yeah i feel like my attention needs come from somewhere else but i understand where yours come from see that's why i liked singing or performing and singing because it was when i wanted to have attention like i i love our job now because nobody pays any attention to me I understand. I what love you that mean. part about the job. You but- like attention, like in a very cert, like a specific activity, uh, yeah, or in specific activities, yeah. I needed to be certain things. I I need to prepare myself mentally. Yeah, I feel that too. I like the yeah. the build up that grace period beforehand. Like mm-hmm. graduation was like this because yeah. it's like everyone shows up for you, and you're just like, okay. so like you have to mentally prepare yourself. Yeah, for yeah. That. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on the same track there. Sidebar. Okay, Virgo um, is the virgin. Okay. (laughs) So, Jenna Marbles. We all know. Uh, Mal from the Ultimatum is a Virgo. But the more importantly, Jenna Marbles. (laughs) Um, Uh, You can't diss my person Mal like that, but it's okay. (laughs) Virgo is from August 23rd to September 22nd. They are capable, organized, and analytical, and have analytical minds. Virgos are curious people, and they have a natural gift of, for research, whether it comes to assignments or even people. They often, they also often have a great memory and a talent for intuition. They love to collaborate, although their sometimes critical nature can annoy others when those circumstances are not understood. I love for a Virgo. I love a Virgo. Those, yeah. I also really like organized people. Yeah, and they're researchers too. So like they do their homework and they have a lot to say like analytically. So I don't know. They're really trustworthy people to me. Yeah, reliable, trustworthy. I agree. Next up, we have Libra, the scales. September 23rd through October 22nd. I almost said September 2023. <laughs> <laughs> through today, that's it. End of Libra. <laughs> September 23rd through October 22nd. Libra thrives when their needs of balance, justice, and stability are met. They are charming creatures that somehow always surround themselves with a sense of beauty and harmony. Their ruling planet is Venus, meaning that Libras are nurturing and caring. Sometimes they can be shy if they find difficulties in coming out of their shell and letting their guard down. Despite their more introverted side, they still love a good debate. I feel like you would get along with a Libra really well. Jocelyn's a Libra. Oh. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense. I've had a few Libra friends, but honestly, I don't know a ton of Libras. I don't think I do either. Yeah. I know, I think, one other one, but he's a shithead, so it doesn't matter. Damn, that sucks. Sorry, Libra. Sorry. Anyway, next up, Scorpio. I love Scorpio. The Scorpion. They were really, um... It was clever. Really clever with that one. Um, Very imaginative. Okay. October 23rd through November 21st. Um, Scorpios are often misunderstood. They are quite bold with intense personalities and feelings that hide underneath their cool exterior. (laughs) You know, it's me. Burp for you. That was a wet one. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Their intensity when approaching a situation means that they can surmount almost all obstacles if they can truly put their mind to the task. Many Scorpios have an unshakable focus when they need to call on it. However, they are often secretive, seeming withdrawn and uninterested when they are actually keenly observing that's scorpio i see myself a lot in scorpio i can see that for you too the way that you present i mean it is your ascendant is very scorpio yeah that's like your facial expression is just like you thinking up there yeah i no I'd be thinking mm-hmm. sometimes a little mysterious yeah <laughs> that's me <laughs> mysterious you're very scorpio thank you I take that as a compliment. So you know what? All you Scorpio haters, you can fuck off. You can fuck right off. I don't understand why people don't like Scorpio. Katie doesn't like them. What? I know. Katie's a Leo. I guess Leos and Scorpios aren't no, supposed to like Katie's each other. No, not a Leo. She's Aries. Aries. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like I've 
known Scorpios in a lot of different settings, and I have never disliked one. I don't think I've ever known a Scorpio, like straight Scorpio. I don't know. Sagittarius. The centaur. I think they have the fucking coolest, like, mascot or whatever. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) November 22nd through December 21st. We're almost done. (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) Um, Sagittarius often gains the reputation of the philosopher among their fellow zodiac signs. They do have a great ability to focus. From an early age, they must learn how to channel their energy or else they risk stretching themselves out too thin, going in too many directions. They often are hasty individuals that lack patience. While they are loyal friends, they may find it hard to commit as this can run counter to their desire for freedom and expansion. Interesting. I've known a lot of Sagittarius, and I feel like at first, like, they almost offend me. But they're just being, like, they're just being honest. And it's, like, this really crude kind of honesty sometimes. But they are the most, like, emotionally intelligent and just, like, straight-up intelligent people I feel like I've ever met. And strong, like, super strong-willed. I haven't even... I've never known a Sagittarius, I don't think. Anthony's Sagittarius. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that checks out. Wow. Okay. That's really funny that him and I get along so well. Anyway. Capricorn. The goat. That's unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, I'm a crab, so I can't say anything. The greatest of all time. <laughs> December 22nd through January 19th. Talented at a, uh, Capricorns are talented at applying their keen intelligence and ambition to practical matters. Stability and order are important to them, and this makes them good organizers. They are gifted with a sharp intuition, although they can be rather secretive about what they perceive. They are patient with themselves. They have confidence that they can accomplish, accomplish all their goals if they follow their step-by-step plan. They find it difficult to share their own troubles and can struggle with depression if they don't learn how to express their feelings. I think that checks out. Yeah. Like, the ones that I've known have been very organized, very school smart. Mm Mm-hmm. Very school smart. And my, I mean, my brother, you know, he's smart. All right, my, one of my favorites, Aquarius, the water bearer, January 20th through February 18th. Aquarius often comes off as an oddball. They have a quirky, they have quirky personalities and quietly go about accomplishing their goals in quiet and unorthodox ways. Many of them are also easygoing, and their peculiarity alongside their curious nature make them fast friendships. Sometimes, if they don't strive to motivate themselves, they can succumb to laziness. Many are often gifted with a strong sense of art and poetry. That's true. Very true. I feel like, I feel like for me, Aquarius is so grounding. I really like an Aquarius. Me too. Joe Cat is an Aquarius. Oh, wow. And he's my bestie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sarah is, too. Aquarius people, it's like I meet them and I can instantly tell that they're good people. Oh, yeah. Do you feel that way, too? Yeah. yeah. I like an Aquarius. Chloe's it's my life. an Aquarius. Really? Yeah, it's my life goal to be an Aquarius. <laughs> Keep working on that, Maddie. I think so, you can achieve that. You. you know what? If Jenna Marbles can reach seven feet tall, you can reach being an Aquarius. I can do it. Yeah. I mean, I'm only, like, exactly half a year away from it. Yeah, <laughs> but you can do it. The months in between, no, no matter. No, just take them out. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last but not least, we have Pisces. I like a Pisces. Pisces is the fish. It's almost as bad as the crab. I'm sorry, Pisces. Um, This is February 19th through March 20th. Pisces are dreamers and mystics of the Zodiac. Many of them have extremely vivid inner lives filled with fantasy, magic, and wonder. They may find it hard to express their inner life, meaning that many of them are introverts. They are honest, compassionate, and trustworthy, but they can sometimes take it too far and be rather gullible. Because of that, they can be taken advantage of. Beneath their quiet exterior, Pisces has an intense determination, which helps them transcend any obstacles that come their way. That's true about Pisces. Yeah. I'm surprised I'm not a Pisces given the um fantasy magic and wonder i can totally see you as a capricorn with a score or not a capricorn sorry a cancer with a scorpio rising though yeah because you're emotional but with that like 
little dark exterior of yours. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Okay. So do you want to go over each other's charts? Sure. All right. So as we know, you are Cancer Sun. So that means that you are impressionable is that true impressionable i don't know sometimes i mean like if you're you're open i feel like you're open to ideas and that would make you impressionable but i don't see you as like naive by any means you know your sensitivity is very developed and allows you to feel the influences of your environment and to draw your sensations and your feelings from surrounding ambiances. <laughs> That's so accurate. It's you. Yeah. As fuck. <laughs> yeah. You I have are, a problem. Like, you absorb. It's, it, it's really something that I've had to work on, actually. You are very receptive to your family roots, to your past, and sometimes to history. Your imagination is the refuge where you enjoy diving on your own. That's true. The subtleness of your emotions is difficult to render. It is impossible for a cell, a family, social, professional, to function by itself without homogenous references, without a family likeness. So, like, you, I guess you crave community and stuff from that. Or, like, that closeness, that familial closeness. That's yeah. what I get. You are able to convince your close friends to digest their differences and their specificities and to create an intimate relationship in which you can happily show your worth. Should an agent for cohesion be missing, and should everything seem too diverse or scattered, you are probably the most capable to unify the whole group. I can see that. One after the other, you digest your surrounding characteristics, and as time goes by, you turn into the most perfect representative of your environment. You may need to handle hostility without shutting down the lines of dialogue. Hmm, I don't know what that means. Um, You must also learn to develop the fighting spirit that your sign lacks so that your receptivity can be fully expressed. I feel like you got a pretty good fighting spirit. I was about to say, what do you mean my sign lacks? (laughs) The second negativity. Um, no. (laughs) I'd say cancer can be a bad bitch if they want to be. I would say that too. I don't think I've ever known a cancer to not be able to stick up for themselves. I've known cancers that all feel the same about their friendships. They all have insecurities surrounding friendships. Like, my friends don't like me or, oh, you know. I, I only got... have one friendship that I feel insecure about. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I would say there are more insecurities in your friendship. <laughs> We'll, we'll have a sidebar. Like, sidebar. <laughs> sidebar. <laughs> this is my new favorite thing. I know, it's too. actually super helpful to shut down and redirect back to the conversation. <laughs> okay. And then your ascendant is Scorpio, which to me is a huge contrast. And let me see. This means that you are constantly struggling to assert yourself. Damn, they're roasting your ass. You cannot you cannot refrain from testing others with cutting remarks. <laughs> Not because you want to hurt them, but because you want to know them better through their reaction. <laughs> what? Wait, what is it saying? So you just say shit to like pretty much mess with people and see oh, what yeah. they say. I do do that. That's exactly what you do. <laughs> I do. But I love it. Thank you. <laughs> it's a sense of humor built into your personality. I absolutely do that, yes. <laughs> Um, life and the feeling of aliveness are experienced through rebellion and tension. Your aggressive attitude may equate with sly inquisition, as often you remain silent, introverted, and secretive, mulling over turbulent thoughts in the depths of your mind, leaving others puzzled by your quite strange behavior. I'm an emo, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Evanescence plays in the background. Oh, fuck, I just forgot the song. (laughs) <laughs> wake me up wake me up inside <laughs> I like both parts <laughs> I can tell you what like your strengths and weaknesses are it's like a really long list though no yeah just give me the rundown so then some of your some of your fellow let's see peeps um it's just giving me random shit so I'm just gonna go for Venus square Jupiter <laughs> the same people that have that as you are Mm-hmm. Chris Jenner, <laughs> Rachel McAdams. Wait, I got Mommy Chris. Mommy Chris. Oh, Rachel McAdams, mm-hmm. Dolly Parton. Um, and then your Moon Square Uranus, Justin Bieber. <laughs> oh. 
that's that's all the ones I feel like mentioning in that one. And then your Saturn square Neptune, which you will like, also shares with Marilyn Monroe, contrasted by Tom Cruise. Um, Tom Cruise. And also contrasted by Bob Marley. Okay, but Bob Marley slaps. It's an interesting slew of, of humans. Okay, and then your moon is in Taurus. And so you, I guess this means you feel that human relationships take shape naturally and do not need to be built. That's true for you. I see that happening a lot in your life. Linking up to the world is not a matter of reason and codified sociability, but of sensitivity. You get along well with people who you feel, oh my God, whom you feel are trustworthy a priori. I've never noted what known what that word means. Yeah, I don't know what that means either. Um, the ideal partner for you is a person who resembles you and whose sensitivity is like your own in terms of subtlety and complicity. Within your couple, as well as in your associations, you totally blend into the other one. At times, your attitude is selective. <laughs> <laughs> I'm changing your bio to that. Selective attitude? <laughs> At times, my attitude is selective. <laughs> I mean, I agree. Depends on how I'm feeling that day and who you are. <laughs> the one-liners are so good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much the essence of Rachel. I mean, there's so much more. Oh, do you want to know about your, um, sorry, your Venus, which represents the way one loves relationships, sharing, affectivity, and seductive ability? Sure. So, your Venus is in... Dun, 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 dun. Gemini. No! <laughs> so, um, I'm so sorry. If you're a Gemini, I'm, I'm just joking. It's it's not for real. <laughs> the Gemini's out there plotting to kill you. Honestly. <laughs> okay. So, let me see. Venus expresses her characteristics through the eighth house. Wait, I don't want to read that. Okay. Honestly, come at me, Gemini's. I'm not scared. <laughs> you leave, you leave to other people peaceful love stories and smooth adventures of de- smooth adventures devoid of passion and tears. What? Your affectivity is well adapted to crisis. God, what is this? A Shakespeare play? Thrills, wounds, and healings. Full arc. I'm pretty sure all of my exes would say I'm <laughs> a bitch, but that's that's fine. not what this paragraph says. <laughs> It is probable that, more or less consciously, you create some degree of tension within your couple's life. (laughs) Um, Love grows on contrasts, transformations, and self-questionings. Your ideal? To die out of love. Your sexual drive is powerful and demanding. Oh, yeah. I love this. (laughs) Rachel likes sexy time. That is it that's that's the end of the description there so yeah that's your chart Hmm. a few of the signs let's see replacements whatever you call it Alrighty. so you're obviously a leo you didn't give me any information on leo yes i did no you did not yes i did you absolutely did not bitch what are you looking at the photos that you sent me okay well go to the one your sign oh leo (laughs) fuck off (laughs) Okay, so your sunshine is in. <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy you reading this the whole time. <laughs> so Maddie's side is Leo. So the sun represents vitality, individuality, and willpower, and creative energy and honors. Okay, you display a firm will and a certain nobleness of heart. You make use of and sometimes you abuse of your persuasion powers in your efforts to project a brilliant image of yourself. My persuasion powers activate. Manipulative bitch over here. Literally, they're calling me manipulative. They are. Your generosity is unlimited towards the people who do not antagonize your beliefs. (laughs) Since you agree with me, I won't hate you. Me walking into work handing you a fairy dress. Oh, that was so sweet. And a bracelet. I said, don't antagonize me. That was the nicest day. (laughs) I love that dress. Okay. Um, But you do not accept being contradicted and you do not tolerate errors and defeats. (laughs) 
Damn. I don't think that's true. I don't either. You are <laughs> you're a pretty patient person. I like um I like differences in beliefs. Yeah, you definitely do. You like a good debate. I love a debate. Um, you are sensitive to power struggles and you, <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> you are sensitive to power struggles. Story of my fucking life. Same though. And you strive to keep your image and your panshi, <laughs> panashed, panashed, panashy, <laughs> P-A-N-A-C-H-E. Yeah, panash, oh. I think. Panashed. My banshee. Panshee. <laughs> 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 free from all stain um no one can step on your toes that with an exclamation point at the end. <laughs> you had one of those in there too <laughs> leo is ambitious and he does not re- he excuse me excuse me <laughs> i was antagonized it's they them <laughs> thank you inclusivity i love to see it leo is ambitious and they do not rest until the exhibited power they conquered is fully respected. You know, I do, I award you on this. Whenever I read stuff and it's like he or she and it's like one gender or another of like something like this where it's like a Leo, he, you know how it automatically, I actually like because of being friends with you and you like kind of um, challenging me to think about things i actually i whenever i was reading about this you think about it i think about it and i'm like well why is it a he but it's true it's so true but i never i never thought about that until i became friends with you i feel really yeah i feel like in every text i've read that's like maybe older or before like in the 1900s even like at least halfway and then down everything is written with heat only Mm -hmm. like sometimes past that they alternate but no like before that only heat yeah well like i mean it's it's one of those things where it's like mankind obviously it's not man it's human obviously we know who wrote the bible (laughs) yeah (laughs) not she (laughs) not she actually god is a woman so that's right ariana um, no one can step on your toes, exclamation point. Leo is ambitious, and they do not rest until the exhibited power they conquered is fully re- re- respected. So sorry. It's very small writing. Therefore, you properly fulfill the responsibilities you are entrusted with. But above all, you make it a point of honor to show that you are up to any situation. That's true. Um, you really do be a go-getter. Uh, you need to wield power. <laughs> They're not wrong. I do need to wield power. It is indis- <laughs> It is <laughs> indispensable uh, for you to feel comfortable and to be at your best. Leo must be cautious not to mistake his territory, sorry, with their territory with that of their neighbor. The respect for borders, effective social and professional, can spare you the delusions and the backlashes inherent to the love for power. What? Bitch, I don't even know. I'm reading you the words. It's like about <clears throat> like I restrict myself and other people. I think with boundaries or barriers or something. Not you boundaries. Do, so they're different. Do I for real? I mean, I think you are a very like these are my boundaries kind of person. You're very sure of like really your, where your line is drawn. I feel that's very true. Interesting. Yeah. I never thought that about myself. All right, your moon is in Capricorn. Hey, hey, she's a beast. I call her Karma. He'll eat your heart out like Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> okay. Moon and Capricorn. On the day and at the time of your birth, the moon was in the sign of Capricorn. In your private sphere and your daily rhythms, you give precedence to moderation and reserve over, un- over the untimely excesses of your imagination. Your nature is more contemplative than excited. And your deep sensitivity is controlled. It is probably the reason why you are sometimes criticized for your coldness. Is that true? Have that. I mean, I think that some of your sensitivities, I feel like you keep hidden. Oh, like, you I don't definitely. Cry. 
That's very true. I keep a very tight grip. Yeah, of your emotions and stuff. An ivory tower protects your fragile sensitivity. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all been wondering where all the ivory went. (laughs) Your lunar sign belongs to the zodiacal axis. Cancer Capricorn that is particularly selective and self-protective. Your close friends are hand-picked and carefully chosen for their nature affinities, their natural affinities with your personal realm. I'd say so. I think you're very selective of who you keep in your inner circle. Absolutely. And if I don't find anyone around me, I will not make any friends. Yeah. The external world is often disturbing. That's true for you, I'd say. Therefore, you must create an enclosed environment where your fragile sensitivity can freely blossom. I don't think so. I see that, though. I needed that all growing up. I, like, would paint in the basement for five hours straight after school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I do that. That's really funny because I just did my science homework for five hours every day after school and then I went to sleep. (laughs) Fun time. That's how you got a 4.0 GPA in high school (laughs) with dyslexia and ADD. Oh no. (laughs) Because I was depressed. (laughs) And unmedicated. Exactly. The only danger may be that you imprison your life rhythms in immutable rights and in a simplistic daily ceremonial why do they have to fluff it up with this poetry nonsense what does that even mean i don't fucking know with more flexible intimate behaviors your sensitivity can be fully expressed and the absolute harmony you dream of can be achieved that's ridiculous that's a fortune cookie yeah venus and virgo this is my next one right i'm okay with virgo venus describes your effective life on the day of your birth, she is found in Vir- in Virgo. The control of your emotions is essential to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need to understand all the aspects of your sentimental life. Therefore, you do not commit your effectivity act- in torturous or hazardous paths. This attitude may be interpreted as a form of reserve, of modesty, or of shyness. I've been um, accused of that in relationships. Yeah. You complicate your arm amorous relationships for fun (laughs) damn damn they called you out playing with my food over here yeah moderation in all things even even and particularly in love appearances 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 are misleading your behavior may seem cautious or even shy or timid however your effectivity is strong your heart is discreet and its impulses are controlled and moderate you do not want your relationship to run out of your control. True. I don't like that. That's no. true. I don't think anybody likes that. Your soul is loyal. True. You are helpful when necessary and you avoid crisis, clashes, and tragedies in order to not endanger your couple. You are keen to maintain the balance of your unions, but as you strive to relentlessly if you when you strive too relentlessly to keep your happiness intact, you may lose it. You do not dare to play games of passion and of love at first sight. You fear burning feelings. Is that true? I don't think so. In these conditions, it is important that you do not smother your emotions and you take the risk experiencing a passionate love, which is what you're doing right now. Feelings cannot be calculated and they obey very few laws. That was nice. I like that ending. Um, Some of the famous people. Examples of charts having the same... Venus, Trine, Neptune, is Ariana Grande, Demi Lovato. Give me my problematic bitches. Demi Lovato. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Okay, we love him. Yeah. Uh, Queen Victoria. Okay, bitch. That's exciting. I'll take her. Uh, Sun, Trine, Trine, Saturn. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. That's exciting. Lady Gaga. Fellow Leo. Uh, oh. Kylie Jenner. Okay, next. <laughs> Chris Brown. <laughs> Okay, next. <laughs> uh, Mars Square Neptune, Britney Spears, Kylie Jenner, Demi Moore, Alexander the Great. <laughs> Perfect in that list of people. <laughs> Uranus, Sextile Pluto, Zendaya. Yeah, let's get it. Gigi Hadid, Bella Hadid, uh, Bob Marley, Camila Cabello. Hey. Ending on a good note. All right. That was exciting. That was exciting. I'm so sorry for my reading. <laughs> I think you did great. The last episode, I oh, really wanted to keep it in there. It was like five minutes. 
<laughs> trying the same sentence. Okay, you know what? How dare they put that word in there? <laughs> I love that we had to look it up. How dare they put words in any of this information? How dare this entire endeavor be only word-based? <laughs> Rachel, don't do word. Good. <laughs> what is it? Rachel, think of clashing colors. No, Rachel is think... Oh, God. Rachel is... Rachel is think of clashing colors. Yeah, yeah. What even was that? I don't know. <laughs> was I drunk? I don't know. I don't think I was. I don't think you were drunk. <laughs> up there with uh i gotta go shitty i don't know why people don't call it that to the <laughs> shitty yeah i don't know i like it thank you it sticks too well yeah <laughs> well that's all folks if you'd like to support us head over to paypal.com slash paypal me slash chew and swallow um, if you would like to donate, we greatly appreciate it. But of course, your listens are enough. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Also, go hang out with our friends on the Almost Everything podcast, Tim and Lewis. They're freaking awesome. If you are tired of us, go listen to them because they have Australian accents. So they're <laughs> 99.9% better. Um, yeah. And when you're missing that 0.01, come on back. Come on back. <laughs> And be thoroughly disappointed. (laughs) Again. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.